Uh, okay, game nine then. So we're going on to the 9 p.m. games. Uh, Jets at the Seahawks. So uh, Mike White back at QB for the Jets, trying to break an AFC slide like their fellow divisional teams. And the Seahawks, they've lost three in a row. And obviously they've got a rebound to keep, I suppose, whatever faint hopes they have alive. Um, maybe I'll go to you on this one uh, first, Brian. What's, what's your thoughts on Jets and the Seahawks? This for me is the most difficult game of the weekend to choose. It's it's difficult. I can see scenarios where both sides win. I can see Seattle. Geno Smith's the quarterback. He had a difficult time when he was with the Jets. You know, I could see a revenge game for him. He'll come out and have a great game. I could see with it being in Seattle, the Seattle defense finally stepping up because they haven't been playing very well over the last month against an offense that has been stuttering. And obviously, we've seen the old Zach Wilson fiasco over the past few weeks. He ended up with a torch string activated quarterback and Strevener coming on and playing reasonably well you know late in the game against the Jags I think he'll use him a little bit more than what people expect this weekend it will be Mike Wise quarterback but we saw nothing of him last weekend that he could be a kind of a wild card for him to come in do a wildcat players and help relieve the pressure on this Jets offence Jets still have a chance to the playoffs it is in their hands as well so um, I'm going to go I don't know if it's an upset but um, I think the Jets will find a way to win on the road and beat the Seahawks okay Column Jets Seahawks. What's your take on that one? The the Seahawks season. I suppose they look um, as, as it transpires. The Seahawks were the winners of the off season uh, in terms of offloading Russell Wilson, getting a, a whole <laughs> of picks, uh, players, and not having to pay fifty million a, a year. Um, no, nobody other than Brian O'Leary gave them a prayer. Um, and they surprised everyone at the beginning of the year. But um, we have seen a regression uh, over the past few weeks. Uh, their defense um, that has has really struggled all for the vast majority of the the year. And I think that Mike White coming back in will like we're like it tells you what how the, how the Jets think about Zach Wilson that Mike White excites them like he does. Um, you know, he, he it's just it's incredible to, to see. I don't think he's probably the long term answer there, but uh I think that um the the Jets should uh just about get the, the victory uh in, in this one, although I wouldn't be shocked if the, the Seahawks were to do it, but I'm gonna go with the Jets. Okay, you're gonna go with this. We both got Jets there. Christina, any take on that? Are you going to go different or what do you... I am going different. Absolutely. I'm going to go with the Seahawks for this game. I definitely think that you know what? Mike White is coming back. He's had injured ribs. Um, there's been kind of fractures there. Look, at they were not shocked Zach Wilson was dropped last week. Seriously, if the Jets fans were shocked about that, there's a serious issue with them. I think even Robert Sala knew that was coming. Um, I definitely think that, you know, they've had two incredibly hard losses especially with Wilson there I don't think my wife would be able to bring it back 100% I actually have the Seahawks 28-24 that's what I'm calling it um, okay. and I definitely think that Geno Smith is going to play a whopper game this week he already is leading the league with the actual signal calls he's got a 70% completion rate as well you've got Tyler Lockett it's just it's really hard to see past it I just can't Okay, um, so we have, oh yeah, and Brian, did you want to come in there real quick? Yeah, Callum, uh, Callum was referring to my, my mad uh, prediction at the start of the season when I left him. The guy's completely stunned and I said Seattle would win nine games this season. 
if they win this week and they play the Rams next week at home in the final game of the season, they could win with nine. They could finish with nine games. So what I'm hearing is you're a visionary, Brian. Well, I think, but we want to see. It's unfortunately it's the other picks that have done all the damage. Yes, right. Yeah, you need consistency. It's also like most of the teams in the NFL this season are lacking as well. But that's good. You could be onto a winner there, or nine wins for that matter. Okay, nice one. All right, Vikings at the Packers. So big one in Lambeau on Sunday. Uh, Vikings need this to remain in. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. In second seed and the Packers on a run after three straight wins and they can still they can still make the playoffs. Um okay, well then maybe I'll go to you first, Christina. What's what's your thoughts on this one? Look at Halloween, we all thought the Packers were done. We all said that their NFC North race was actually over. But in true style, Aaron Rodgers has pulled it back again. And we're all mm. questioning what is happening right now. Interestingly, Packers actually played the Vikings in week one and got brutally battered. Brutally battered. It was 23-7, um, if anyone doesn't remember. And I think that's really important that we're kind of looking at that as we're going towards this. I definitely think it's going to be one of those ones where it's going to be a great game. Do I think it's going to be a high-scoring game? Yeah, I'm a little bit in between there. Um, but I definitely think it's going to be Packers for the win. Mm, Packers for the win. Yeah, no, what... I don't know why. There's something about it. I spent the whole day today going back and forward, back and forward, and I just checked it again on my phone to make sure my notes were right. Yeah, Packers. I can't see past okay. them. They pulled up their socks. Okay, they pulled up their socks, and and Rogers is allegedly still immunized. Okay, uh, Brian, do you? What's your take on Packers and uh, Vikings? I think the bookmakers are doing the Vikings a disservice to be. Under how it's going into this game. The Packers have been abysmal throughout the course of the season. And they have turned around slightly over the past few weeks. But I would argue, I don't challenge who they played in that time. They beat the Bears. They beat a poor Rams side. And that's began in the second half. It was very evident, uh, as we discussed last night, that Tua shouldn't have been in the game. He was potentially playing with a concussion. It led to three interceptions in the second half. And, okay, fair enough, the Packers' defence stepped up in the second half. They shut the mill. Three turnovers. There was a turnover before, sorry, three interceptions, a turnover before half time. And they did everything they needed to keep to maintain their opportunity to be in the playoffs. But the Vikings have had a great season. They've had eleven wins, eleven win one game, one sorry, one score games in which they won an NFL, set an NFL record. They're battle tested. They need this win as much as the Packers do to maintain that number two seed. Spoke about last night. They don't want to be going on the road in the playoffs until they have to. I'm gonna stick with the Vikings. I think it will come down to one score and I think there's something about what Kevin O'Connell is doing right now, and I think the Vikings will. They've, they've written so many story noises this season around games that they should have lost and if only if this was the Vikings of old if this was the Vikings of last year this Vikings last year probably would have lost in Lambo, but I don't see it this year I think they'll go in and beat them on Sunday Alright Vikings call from Brian there Colm what's your response? Um, I, I don't know um, if you remember the Austin Powers movies Kala. of course um and do you remember when uh, Dr. Evil uh, puts Mustafa, he presses the button and Mustafa yes. falls down and it, it then, like, it takes him, he thinks he's dead and he keeps saying he's everything. I'm quite badly burned. It's starting <laughs> to smell like almonds. That was that was the, the, the Packers season and the Vikings had kind of been the ones to push the button at in, as Christina said, in that very first game. Um, but they have held on uh, and but eventually, um, he does he does expire, and I think that the Vikings are going to extinguish the Packers' playoff hopes by 
somehow it will be the, the most truly ridiculous. It's like the the Vikings, all of their bad luck for the last 60 years, and they got all of the good luck this year. It'll probably run out in the playoffs, but I'm going to say it continues this weekend, and they get the, the bounce of a ball. Backers maybe are going for a late field goal, and the ball bounces, and the Vikings end up getting a, a pick six turnover. So, yeah, I, I say the Vikings in a bananas way. Okay, Vikings in a bananas way. I like that. All right. And uh, and extinguish them or immunize them or whatever uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers would like to Inflatable use. bananas in the crowd. Yes, and, and, and cheese on their head, indeed. Okay, um, very good. All right, we're going to move on to the next one, which is the 49ers at the Raiders. So uh, the 49ers are... are, are Bombing along, but um, we've got we've got a, a Raiders sort of then on the other side that their their season is kind of done, isn't it? Really? So, uh, I, tell tell me a bit more about this one as you see it, Colin. Maybe how how does this shake up? I mean, is is there much here? Well, the the the, the Raiders have made the decision to move on from Derek Carr, um, but I, I don't think they can say they're moving on for a, a young backup as such. Uh, Stidham has been in the league four years and has proved that he ain't it. I think this is really about kind of protecting their their own interests because if Carr is injured, his contract for next year is guaranteed. If he's not, they he signed the three year deal but it was always a one-year deal realistically when it get out and that's what's interesting about nfl contracts because it's it's the you know the devil is in the detail um the the rate this is hey raiders fans could have told you josh mcdaniel so i'm doing the exact same thing with uh, jay cutler in denver um the the 49ers team um i have described them as the bullies of the nfl and they are going to take the Raiders' lunch money and then they are going to um, just beat them into a pulp. Uh, this will be the 49ers and uh, Brock Purdy, um, the Q, QB3. They are on a mission to chase down the Vikings for the number two seed. Um, I don't think they'll get there, but um, they will be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Fair enough. Christina, what's your take on it? I have to agree with Colm. I think what's interesting is Nick Bosa's coming up against Max Crosby this week. Both defensive ends, both out of the same draft year, 2019. Um, it will be a steamroll game for the 49ers. It really and truly will. Look at Brock Purdy. He's done everything in the last three weeks. He's just gone from being a zero to a hero. He's limited the mistakes that they were all making on the O-line and he's really doing his best to control everything. I think what's interesting is that he relies so much on Christian McCaffrey because McCaffrey was one of the only players to train with them on a regular basis and they have that real connection. Will he be there next season for the 49ers? I could definitely see him be a starting QB next year for 49ers. Jimmy G questions on him. What's interesting though about the Derek Carr situation is 49ers done a very similar situation with Jimmy Garoppolo. A few years back and look where he is he's the number one starting quarterback where's car going to end up i seen in the comments a while ago someone was saying maybe the colts god only knows we'll see what's going to happen in a few weeks yeah okay uh, yes and uh brian anything to counteract that do you have any hope for the raiders here no i really don't no <laughs> colin has said about okay uh Sidham has been in the league four years but I mean, this, if ever this was a way to the white flag for this season, yeah, this is, I, I'm surprised that they 
are stepping away from quarterback despite the inconsistency he's had this season. Bearing in mind they gave him a contract last summer and um, we're uh, committing 100% from the like of his it's already excuse me it's already out there to say that they will look to, to trade him come the off season. Um, this kind of suits the Porto because Derek Carroll is they can play really well and they do have Devontae Adams they do have Josh Jacobs so um, on their day they can put up high scoring points but no I mean the way the Porto Niners defense play at the moment I think they'll have a field day Sunday and um, it'll be probably one of the more comfortable wins of the weekend Alright um, you know, well I doubt you'll be eating your words I mean in fairness of the bits I've seen the 49ers look pretty impressive I'm still not over the fact that they stole Christian McCaffrey but I'll, you know I'll, I'll suppose I'll root for him as things go on all right, we're into the last game, I think, at this point. Yeah, we are. Uh, so, Sunday Night Football. So, it's the Steelers at the Ravens. Uh, so, the Ravens need this one to keep up with the Bengals for the AFC North. Uh, and the Steelers' big wing uh, last week against the aforementioned Raiders. Um, <clears throat> so, um, where do we where do we see this one going? Uh, what's, what's at stake here? Maybe, um, Christina, will you take us out on this one? I'm going to use Mike Tomlin's words on this one. It's a double chin strap type of game for the Steelers this weekend, for sure. And it just goes to show that they've been given primetime spot for a second week in a row. They proved everyone wrong last week and went out and won against the Raiders. Cam Hayward was actually very, very good in that game. And that was a historical game. So if they didn't do it after the stories that was going on over the week, there'd be a lot of questions. Um, I definitely think the Ravens, though, are going to pull up quite all stops out for sure. The Ravens will take the win. There's still questions on whether Lamar Jackson is going to be back or not. He hasn't actually trained so far this week. Um, again, I've just checked just to be sure that he actually hasn't. He hasn't so far again today. Um, the question is, can Kenny Pickett do it this week? Can he bring it to the, the Steelers? I'm trying to be quiet because I live with one. So I'm like going against the grain right now. And I can tell you I'll not have tea for the next few weeks. Turn that's what you think. It's going to be the Ravens. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, what what about you? Uh, you don't have to whisper, I don't think. No, no, no. A Ravens fan, in which I know is quite a far away, even so if I was to pick the Steelers, he wouldn't be catching up on me anytime <laughs> soon. But I won't be picking the uh, Steelers, I'll be picking the Ravens. Look, I'm not convinced by the Ravens. If they make the playoffs, they feel like a bit of a one-and-done team for me. Um, unless Lamar Jackson pulls back and completely revamps the offense. They played against the Panthers on, struggled to win that game. They struggled to beat the Broncos on. They struggled to beat the Falcons on last weekend. We spoke about it last night. Teams could have went a very different way if um, the Falcons had to take a few goals instead of continuously going for fourth downs. Game it was it would have been a lot tighter and it was a close enough game. They're not doing a lot on offense, but the Steelers are very, you know, like they won thirteen ten last weekend. They didn't do a lot on offense. A lot of their wins this season have been close, tight games with a low scoring affair. Um, I could see this being similar, but I think J.K. Dobbins is the X factor here. I think he's come back to to form since his injury had a big game in Cleveland despite their loss a few weeks ago. I think he will have a strong game and the Ravens will get the win. Ravens for the win and Colm to close it out what's your take on the Ravens fair and the Steelers if Lamar was playing I would certainly say that the Ravens uh, would win it um, but I am going to disagree with Brian that um, Dobbins is the X factor the X factor is magical Mike Tomlin and the fact that he will want to ensure that his um, record of never having a losing season continues and I think that the Steelers will do everything they possibly can to ensure that the Ravens haven't been able to score enough points without Lamar 
And for that reason, I am going to say that the Steelers, I think, probably will surprise quite a few people. But I'm going to say the Steelers get the victory um, on the road in Baltimore. Well, you should have turned the volume up there, Christine. Well, I'm sure that would have been gone down well in your household. I'm pretty <laughs> certain he's heard it. Trust me, Brian knows him. He's got ears everywhere. Okay. Ears everywhere. Very good. All right, everybody. Uh, and then speaking of ears everywhere and other people uh, joining in, do we want to uh, close out with a few comments, Brian? Do we have any more coming in that you want to flash up on, on the screen? We're just touching on the Ravens there. And uh, it, I suppose it's just a reflection of this game that the Bengals will have to play the Ravens in the final game of the season, potentially the division on at stake and obviously seeding. So obviously they have a keen uh, eye on how this game goes. Um Bear in mind they play Monday night against the Bills and on the game we're covering this evening. There's going to be a separate podcast to come out for that. And then just touching on the Raiders, we spoke about Derek Carr initially before we previewed the game. Could we see Carr with the Colts and even the Dolphins next year? I don't think it'll be the Dolphins. I think they're knocked into two. But I think uh, Christina called it out earlier on. It's a fair shout that the Colts... But the Colts have been born with so many trades for quarterbacks. I wonder will they go down that road again? They think they're picking fifth or sixth in the draft. I'd imagine they would look for a quarterback in the draft and try build again similar to what they did when they took Andrew Luck um, that's about extensive a lot of stuff okay. comes on, on similar views and stuff so can't put them on no indeed we can't put them on but yes thanks for joining us everyone and a night when we've covered all the games the previews we've also managed to reference Austin Powers Werner Herzog Tom Hanks double chin straps what else did I get lunch money bullying uh, you know uh, well, listen it's all here on the Irish NFL podcast. You know, you'd be a fool to miss it next time around. So listen, enjoy the games this coming weekend, whatever day it is now or then or whenever. And we'll see you on the next one, whenever that is. So thanks for joining. And thanks to Colm, Christina and Brian for joining. Thanks. See ya. Thank you.